Archbooks Treasury Christmas Collection is the perfect Christmas gift for children, grandchildren, and godchildren ages 5 through 9. This new resource is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number, 1-800-325-3040. You can also purchase Archbooks Treasury Christmas Collection at issuesetc.org. The Issues Etc. Book of the Month for December, Archbooks Treasury Christmas Collection, 1-800-325-3040 or issuesetc.org. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he healed the sick and afflicted, and he raised them from Jesus, the Jesus, probably most famous sermon. We even call it a sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. He has a lot of things to say in there. There are the Beatitudes, blessed are they. But then he has more to say. There's a section in there about anxiety or worry. And he simply says, don't worry about anything. Your father knows what you need. He compares us to the lilies of the field, whom the father clothes, and to the birds of the air, whom the father feeds. Welcome back to Issues Etc. It's time to teach a Sunday school lesson on Jesus preaching on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6. Pastor Tom Baker joins us. He's host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. What is the Sermon on the Mount? Well, believe it or not, it's a sermon that Jesus gave on a mountain. That's why it's called Sermon on the Mount. It begins in chapter 5 of Matthew, after he calls his first disciples, and he's ministering to great crowds. Chapter 5, verse 1 says, Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. He begins with the well-known Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who hunger, blessed are the merciful, etc. And he talks about his mission is to come to fulfill the law. And so this is a lengthy sermon. And the section that we're going to be taking a look at is entitled about, Do Not Be Anxious About the Things of This World. Why does Jesus tell us not to worry about the things of this life? Because as a Christian, we have promises from God. And therefore, he says, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. And then he talks about what you will eat or what you will drink, etc. Why? Because God is going to give you the answers you need. And I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these lilies of the field. And don't be anxious about clothing is one of the items that he says. So people are anxious because they depend a lot of times upon themselves. And they forget about the promises of God. You get Romans 8, 28, all things will work together to our good. And at times, we're looking at the world, and we don't see how that is going to happen. So Jesus, in his teaching ministry, indicates to us 
that we ought not be anxious about our life, about what we eat or what we drink or about our body, what we put on, because life is more than food and the body more than clothing. The point he's making here is that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. We're born dead in trespasses and sin because of original sin. But when we come to faith in Jesus Christ, given by the Holy Spirit, we now have life that will never end. It's an eternal life because after we die, we go to heaven and we live eternally with Jesus in heaven. So he's making the point that don't be concerned about what's happening here on earth because I'm going to be taking care of you. And he gives examples in. So Jesus talks about the birds of the air. What does he say? Well, he says, you don't see the birds going out and planting seeds in the ground, nor harvesting them, nor putting things into barns. But guess what? Your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? In fact, in the Enduring Faith Sunday School material, one of the things that the children are to do, and this is kind of interesting, is that they are to set up a bird feeder, very simple feeding craft project, and then put the finished bird feeders outside and the students can see birds eating from them, and that reminds them of how God cares for his creatures. And, of course, he's caring for them not because the birds did the sowing or the reaping or the gathering into barns, but the Heavenly Father feeds them. And in this case, he's feeding them through the children. And this is an important point for the Sunday school teacher to make, is that another example is to set up a clothing drive or a food drive in order that the students can take it to a homeless shelter and help people who don't have clothes or food necessary to live. And so God is again talking to them that God takes care of that, but he does so through the gifts he gives them in the world. How does Jesus compare us to the lilies of the field? Well, the lilies of the field are beautiful flowers. And yet he says that, look at how they grow. Just like the birds, these lilies don't toil, nor do they spin their clothes like human beings do. Yet he says, I tell you, even Solomon, that's a great king, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. So if God clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow may be thrown into the oven, you know, to cook bread, etc., will he not much more clothe you? And therefore, he indicates that being anxious is the opposite of having faith in God. 
And in this day and age, even many Christians are anxious over the characterization of the country, over immoral living, etc. But God is saying, no, I am in charge and things will work together for your good, even if it takes time for you to go to heaven where you will live in perfect bliss. What does Jesus mean when he calls us you of little faith? It reminds us of Jesus on a boat with his disciples, and there's a big storm, and Jesus is asleep in the stern of the boat. So the disciples wake him up, and they say, don't you care we're going to perish? And at that point, Jesus talks to them about having little faith. Now, what does he mean by that? It's not that we will never die in a drowning or in a boat. Look at what happened to the people in the Titanic. Many of them did die. Then why can he say to the disciples, O you of little faith? Because in the Old Testament, it's very clear that Jesus is not going to die in the middle of a lake by being drowned. Psalm 22 says he will be pierced in hands and feet. Isaiah talks about him being whipped. In other words, it's the crucifixion that will be his death. And so when he says to the disciples, O you of little faith, he's reminding them that they aren't believing the promises from God. So how many of us, we may lose our job, we may lose our home, can't pay for it, our car may have an accident, a loved one may be injured, sick, or put to death, and we immediately think, why is God doing this to me? What did I deserve to have these things happen? That is a lack of faith, because God will not let anything happen to us we won't even get a temptation beyond what we're able to endure, according to 1 Corinthians 10:13. But with the temptation, which is common to man, there will be a way of escape. And so when we have temptations, when we have sorrows, we are to look to God's word and find the promises where he says he will take care of us better than he does the birds in the air, the flowers in the field. And so we shouldn't be anxious about what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? In fact, in this Sermon on the Mount, Jesus makes a distinction between the unbelieving Gentiles and the believers. And he says, for the Gentiles seek after all these things. But your heavenly Father knows that you need them. And so first, you are to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6. Those words, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, what do they mean? 
Archbook's Treasury Christmas Collection is the perfect Christmas gift for children, grandchildren, and godchildren ages 5 through 9. This new resource is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number, 1-800-325-3040. You can also purchase Archbook's Treasury Christmas Collection at issuesetc.org. The Issues Etc. Book of the Month for December, Archbook's Treasury Christmas Collection, 1-800-325-3040 or issuesetc.org. Many educational institutions are governed by the whims of culture and are increasingly hostile to the Word of God. In contrast, Faith Lutheran School in Plano, Texas, provides classical Lutheran education rooted in God's Word for students preschool through grade 12. Simply put, we equip students to stand firm in the faith through solid education focused on wisdom and virtue. We offer in-person instruction as well as live online classes for remote learning. To learn more, visit flsplano.org, flsplano.org. Did you know that Luther Academy has been providing continuing education for confessional Lutheran pastors and laypeople worldwide for more than 20 years? Luther Academy publishes Logia, the Confessional Lutheran Dogmatic Series, and Luther Digest. Find out more about Luther Academy and sign up to receive their free email newsletter at lutheracademy.com, lutheracademy.com, and like them on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Luther Academy. Colorado Springs, gateway to the beauty of the Front Range and Pikes Peak, is the home of Shepherd of the Springs Lutheran Church. At Shepherd of the Springs, you will find the historic liturgy celebrated, our Lord's Word faithfully preached, and His holy body and blood distributed every Sunday at divine service. Information and service times can be found at sslc-cos.org. Shepherd of the Springs Lutheran Church, a proud sponsor of Issues Etc. Real Reformation Radio, you're listening to Issues Etc. At the center of our campus is Kramer Chapel, and there's a reason for that. Issues Etc. guest, Dr. Arthur Just. Because it is the heartbeat of Concordia Theological Seminary. It is where we go to hear the voice of Jesus and frequently be fed with the body and blood of Christ. We sometimes call it our Jerusalem. Kramer Chapel points to the classroom, which we sometimes call Athens. It is there that we do theology, biblical studies, systematic theology, practical theology, history. We love theology here, and we love the study of it, and we love coming together in worship. It's one of the things that gives us great joy. Joy in worshiping, joy in studying theology, Concordia Theological Seminary is all about the joy of being in Jesus. Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, Indiana, ctsfw.edu. I grew up with these books. Many of you did as well, the Arch books. And some of the best-remembered Arch books from Concordia Publishing House were produced for telling the Christmas story. There's a whole treasury, a collection of them in the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for December, Arch Books Treasury Christmas Collection from Concordia Publishing House. You can find out about this book. It's appropriate for children ages 5 through 9. Go to our website, issuesetc.org. It contains... 12 classic arch books telling the Christmas story. Or you can browse before you buy at our website, issuesetc.org. You can call Concordia Publishing House, 1 800 325 3040. 1 800 325 
3040, Ask for the Issues, Etc., Book of the Month for December. We're teaching a Sunday School lesson, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, with Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel. Tom, before the break, you mentioned those words, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. How should we understand those? Yes. What is the kingdom of God? John the baptizer, which we're going to be talking about this Sunday, came and he was telling people about the coming kingdom of God. John the baptizer was the last prophet of the Old Testament. And he used the law to make people aware of their sins because in that way, he was preparing the people for the gift of the forgiveness of sins. If a person, if they don't believe that they're sinners, well, guess what? They don't need the forgiveness of sins. So a baptism of repentance was to show them their need for the gift of the forgiveness of sins. And that's why John the baptizer, when he talks about Jesus, says, Behold, the Lamb of God who has come to take away the sins of the world. And of course, that's going to occur through his death on the cross, his resurrection from the dead, and his ascension into heaven. Seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness means to rely on the promises of the gospel, particularly when one is baptized, that you have received two gifts, the gift of the forgiveness of sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit. That is the righteousness that God is given to you. And when you have that righteousness, and you can depend on the promises of God to take care of you, well, that's something that the disciples all depended upon except for Judas, who committed suicide. And all of them were martyred except for John on the island of Patmos. Now, when they were martyred, they were going into heaven with joy in their hearts because they knew they were going to a place where they don't have to worry about their food, their clothing, or anything else, because God promises that he will take care of them in heaven. So that's what it means to seek first the kingdom of God, which is the Holy Christian Church, and his righteousness, which you receive particularly in the liturgy, when the pastor forgives your sins upon your confession of repentance. That's the kingdom of God at work. Jesus says sufficient for the day is its own trouble. What does that mean? He says there is always going to be trouble. When you take a look at the Beatitudes, you do have the blessed ones that God is promising all kinds of good. But he also promises in the Beatitudes, let me read them, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you 
falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets that were before you. This is what Jesus is talking about, therefore, is that there is trouble on its own, sufficient for each day here on earth. So don't add to your troubles by being anxious over those things where God has given promises to take care of you. When you don't have promises from God, yes, you can have a worry and you can wait to see how God is going to take care of that worry. But he always will because he promises that all things are going to work together for your good. And that's from God's point of view. That may not be from our point of view. So this is a very important lesson to teach the children in Sunday school to know that, yes, they get worried about certain things, but they do not need to be worried when God has promises that will fulfill his will. What's the comfort of knowing that God knows what we need? The comfort is we don't have to be dependent upon ourselves. God is not only our Father, Jesus our brother, and the Holy Spirit our comforter, but we are therefore comforted by God. That means we can be put at peace knowing that we're at peace with God. That's the important words the angels said to the shepherds, and the first words that Jesus said to the disciples after the resurrection, peace be with you. And so knowing we're at peace with God the Father, we therefore can have an assurance that he's watching over us, taking care of us, and therefore his promises will always be sure and certain. And relying on his promises means that we do not have a lack of faith, but trust in the word of God who does not go against his promises. Finally, what's the long gospel of this lesson? The law is things sometimes are going so wrong in our lives from our point of view that we become unsure as to whether God really loves us. And we begin to worry about the things of this life as though we're in control of them. The gospel is, no, God is in control of our lives. Nothing happens to us without his will and his awareness. And therefore, he's always keeping his promises through whatever problems we are enduring with those promises finally being fulfilled in heaven itself, where there will be no pain, no sickness, no sorrow, no death, but eternal bliss with Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. Pastor Tom Baker hosts a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly with his Sunday school teachers to prepare for the classroom. Tom, thanks. Thank you. 
When we return, we'll be looking forward to Sunday morning according to the one-year lectionary. We'll be in a gospel reading where John the Baptist appears to be having his doubts. He is in prison. He sends messengers to Jesus. They have a question, are you the one or shall we look for another? And yet, in the midst of all of this, while John the Baptist languishes in prison, we are told to rejoice. We'll be right back. Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc., is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio. Do you need a rest from the world's headlong rush to Christmas? Someplace where you and your family can slow down and prepare for Christ's birth at the church's rather than the world's pace? A midweek evening Advent service is the perfect time for your first visit to a Christ-centered, cross-focused Lutheran church. Learn more on the Find a Church page at issuesetc.org or send an email to talkback at issuesetc.org. What does anthropology or the science of mankind, the study of mankind, have to do with Christmas? Well, it has everything to do with Christmas. As the December issue of The Lutheran Witness points out, to understand what man is and what it means to be man, we don't look to other men, but to Jesus Christ, the man. To subscribe to The Lutheran Witness, visit cph.org witness or visit our website witness.lsms.org to learn more. The Lutheran Witness, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective. Jesus the Good Shepherd says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. We invite you to join us as we listen to the voice of the Good Shepherd and follow him who gives us eternal life. Sunday worship services at 9 a.m., Sunday school and Bible class at 1030. Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, Arnold, Missouri, on the web at goodshepherdarnold.org. That's goodshepherdarnold.org. If you plan on doing some online Christmas shopping with Amazon, you can also help support the worldwide outreach of issues, etc. Just go to smile.amazon.com. Sign into your Amazon account, enter Lutheran Public Radio into the charitable organization search field, and click Select. A percentage of your purchase will be donated to Issues Etc. Smile.amazon.com and choose Lutheran Public Radio. Thanks for your support. College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois offers ACT, SAT, and PSAT test prep, scholarship application classes, college and career counseling, and more. Hi, this is Lori Konsky, president of College Preparation Station. We have helped our students obtain more than $7 million in tuition scholarships in 12 years. Find out more at cpsprep.com. Let us help you create a vision and find your future. The College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois, cpsprep.com. Confessional Lutherans are invited to rent a four-bedroom, three-bathroom, Table Rock lakefront home in the Ozarks. Table Rock Lake is a premier lake in the heart of the Ozarks for boating, water sports, and fishing. This log cabin-style rental sleeps 12, 
and is 30 minutes from Branson and 20 minutes from Silver Dollar City. Learn more by calling Swanson Estates, 713-855-2681. Be sure to mention Issues Etc., 713-855-2681.